Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We come to you with Calvary greetings and the living word of God. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. A young man in search of knowledge went to a wise man and asked, Tell me, sir, in which field could I make a greater career and still remain a child of God? The wise man answered with a smile, Be a faithful child of God. There are lots of opportunities in this area and very little competitors. Spirit of living God is bestowed upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good tidings. God has sent me to Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our loving Father and our God, we appreciate you for creating us in your image. Thank you for the uniqueness of our creation. We clearly know from this that you want something unique from us. The inspiration through your word today and the ministration of Holy Spirit, let them grant us a enabling heart let this message challenge us to be able to turn around the world to the glory of your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. The topic of our message is, Dare to be different for God. Dare to be different for God. A little is taken from the epistle of Apostle Paul to the Romans. Chapter 12, we read verses 1 and 2. Romans 12, 1 and 2. I read, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Brethren, the Holy Spirit through Apostle Paul 
teaches us how to be different in the letters that we read. There are about 7 billion people living on earth. 1% of these people don't even know that you exist. The only one who knows us all is our God and Maker. In Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5a says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctify you. He is the one who created you for his own purpose. He didn't create you for nothing. Once you miss this purpose in life, then you have missed it all. Unfortunately, many people are under the pressure of slavery to other people's thoughts of themselves. It's a dangerous thing to lose your sense of belongingness, self-identity, and uniqueness. Why not be different from the people or others around you? To achieve greater success, you must create your own path and brand yourself. Fight against all odds by embracing your true self. There is nothing more beautiful than that. You may be the only person left who believes in you, but it's enough. It takes just one star to pierce a universe of darkness. Be unique, especially for God, in keeping His commandments and tenets. A world of 7 billion people with different interests, faces, sizes, dreams, goals, beliefs and choices. Why not embrace your true uniqueness, especially as pattern after the wish of your maker and God? Be proud that you are not a copy of someone. Brand yourself to attract the right things and the right people to you. Imperfection is the truth behind every single person that you see around. So, there is no need to stress yourself. Once you are making progress in perfecting your ways to please the Lord your God, you need not stress yourself to impress anyone. If you got the flair, impress yourself. Be different in a way that your charisma will gravitate the right people to you. And it will only work out by being the best version of you for God. Be natural because there are too many fakes out there. Now, let's examine how to be different for God. How to be different for God. Number one is acceptance of uniqueness. Acceptance of your uniqueness. The Bible says in Psalm 139, verse 14, that I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. Before you even think of learning how to be different from the crowd, 
Accept and appreciate your true self. Evaluate your strengths and weaknesses. This will help you appreciate God's unique work in creating you and to improve upon any lapses that is making you feel worthless. Appreciate that there is no one on the surface of the earth exactly like you, including your biometrics. You are therefore very uniquely made by God for unique purposes. The prophets in the Bible of old had specific messages and purposes for their time. So, are you also unique on the mission for your creation? I pray that we will all be able to find purpose and fulfillment for our purposes to the glory of God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Number two, be real for God. Be real for God. Once you have established your uniqueness, you need to be in charge of everything that defines you. Be proud you are different and don't allow people to delicious you. Whether you like it or not, people will find something that they don't like to say about you. That, of course, doesn't mean you are bad. No. Ignore them. You are not here on earth to impress anyone, but to serve the purpose of your God and Creator. Avoid fake life in order to please others. It's a disease. The moment you decide to be real to your God, yourself, and the people around you, the better you get to know those who genuinely love you. It will then become very easy to establish your present capacity and build upon it to the glory of God. You will, within a short time, become a pride for God. Daniel is an example. In Daniel chapter 1 verse 8, it says, But Daniel purported in his heart that he would not defile himself with the prison of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. You will see that in Daniel chapter 1, verses 15 to 17, a surprising testimony was recorded saying at the end of the ten days, their features appeared better and fatter in the flesh than all the young men who had the portion of the king's delicacies. Thus the steward took away their portion of delicacies and the wine that they were to drink and gave them vegetables. As for these four young men, God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. I pray that the grace of greater inspiration and understanding as we stand for God as a real disciple we will all receive in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thirdly, 
avoid unnecessary competition. Avoid unnecessary competition. The race of life is an individual race. You are not competing with anyone. The Bible says in Hebrew chapter 12, verse 1, that therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a crowd of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnare us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. If you care to know, others are witnesses not competitors, laying the weight of covetousness and ambitions of mundane things aside is number one requirement of running a successful race. We need righteousness and endurance to win our race. Winning is not benchmarking against a timing record, but not stumbling or falling in the race. I pray that God will strengthen us and keep strengthening us for victory in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Number four, brand yourself for God. Brand yourself for God. Comparing yourself with certain people in your society or social media can give you a false impression of yourself. Your friends, your families, your co-workers or colleagues, they may all try to ridicule your looks, your dreams, even on your faith in God. You need to concentrate on what makes you happy and God proud. Trash all the negative talks. Let it flow over your ears like water. Even if you will ever compare yourself with anyone, make sure you are doing your comparison with the right people. You can't compare an orange with an apple. Orange with orange may be called a healthy comparison, but I do not even recommend it. Be different and be proud. Albert Einstein said, and I quote, Everyone is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid. End of quote. In the early 19th century, we thought we've seen the end of church revolution. By the time the Pentecostal churches started emerging, we realize there is much more to do for God. You can take this to a higher level. Hallelujah. And number five, remain glued to God. Remain glued to God. If your aim is to be loved and liked by all and sundry, it will be a failed mission from onset. But since you have surrendered your life to God and your focus is on the crown of grace, then nobody can change you unless you are ready to reinvent yourself. If you really want to change something about your life, it may be a little difficult. How much more a third party? Even when there are areas in your life 
that you are trusting God for perfection, keep working on those areas. This is not necessarily to please anyone but God, and it will have an undesirable effect on you if left unattended to. This is necessary until you have perfected your life as a model for God. This was what Apostle Paul meant in his epistle to the Philippians, chapter 3, verses 13 and 14, saying, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the price of the upward call of God Christ Jesus. I pray we will not miss that goal in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Brethren, the best fulfillment is to be different and unique for God. 1 John chapter 5, verse 19 says, We know that we are of God. If you are really sure of God, then you need to completely dedicate yourself to Him. Deliverance ministry had no meaning until Pastor Dukoya took the world by storm. Holiness had ordinary meaning until Pastor Kumuyi started talking about it and practicing it. I am not a judge, but their fruits are showing their efforts. Apostle Paul was not one of the twelve disciples of Christ, but in evangelical efforts, he did great exploits. That in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 16 to 19, he declared, For if I preach the gospel, I have nothing to boast of, for necessity is laid upon me. Yes, woe is me if I do not preach the gospel. For if I do this willingly, I have a reward. But if against my will, I have been entrusted with a still worship. What is my reward then? That when I preach the gospel, I may present the gospel of Christ without charge, that I may not abuse my authority in the gospel. For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a servant to all, that I may win the more. What are you doing uniquely for Christ? You arguing politics? Discussing fuel and iron shortages? Or human betrayers? These are ways that will affect your race of faith. Know it that whatever happens in the physical world has a key to your future. He will not betray your trust in Him. Just be different for Him. I pray that the grace that will sustain us to the end, God will grant us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Want to appreciate your patience and interest in listening to this message? We believe you have been blessed. 
You can also join us on podcast streaming, codenamed Voice of Trinity. Please help share the message with others on other media. God bless you richly. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we appreciate the grace to hear from you once again. Thank you for the opportunity to be branded for your glory. Every obstacle that may want to obstruct our commitment and submission to you, Father, in your might, deal with them all. The grace to shine always for your glory, Father, please grant us. In your kingdom, please. Let our name not be missing. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen.